Mm, thank God for coffee. Episode 10. We made it to episode 10. Um, I, was, I had my doubts. <laughs> I had my doubts. But here we are, episode 10. If you're still riding with us, <laughs> God bless you. You know what? Um, a big shout out um, to a couple brothers from the church. I know that there's a couple people that are really pushing the podcast. Um, Brother VMAC uh, from church. He, uh, it was really cool. He, he sent, he's, on, he was on a business trip and I guess he was telling people about the podcast on an airplane. Shout out to him. Um, shout out to those that are listening to us over in Georgia. Um, just great things are happening, uh, in, in, when it comes to the podcast and just, I want you to know something. This has been almost like a, like an emotional roller coaster for us. <laughs> because it becomes a little addicting to see, you know, who's listening where, what users are actually um, following along, what episodes are being heard. And, and honestly, like, I, would, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for everything that you guys are, are doing to support um, the podcast. And I just, I want to do everything that I can do to help and to be a blessing. Amen. Um, I'm feeling that we are going to go over something very important today, which is going to be a blessing to your life. It's a blessing to my life. And um, yeah, we have we have some cool stuff to talk about today. Um, should we get into it? Should we do? Should we do it? What mm -hmm. do you think, son? Yeah. Yeah. OK, let's go ahead and do. OK, what everybody's been waiting for. The. Coffee fact of the day. I'm gonna change it up a little yeah. bit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here goes. What does the word espresso mean in Italian? What does the word espresso mean in Italian? And I'll give you a hint. It doesn't mean express. Really? <laughs> That's what I was saying. Here it goes. I like the end. The answer is espresso means pressed out. That's what it means. Pressed out. And for you espresso drinkers out there, I know a couple of you that are espresso, espresso drinkers out there. It, you, I will have you know that it takes three espressos to get the same amount of caffeine that you would off of a regular cup of coffee. So that's kind of... So do they use like less coffee? What? No, no. It, it, so basically it's per volume, espresso has more caffeine, but you would need three espressos to match the caffeine and one cup of coffee huh so like the espresso caffeine is like weaker no no it's strong. stronger but you're drinking a lot less oh okay i get you see get it so that's why we decided to, i decided to put a mic on my son just to you know get him in this get my voice out. i don't want it to be where you guys get tired i get tired of my voice i get tired of my voice so i don't want it to be where you guys get just get tired of my voice you know what i mean I am drinking Keurig Caribou Coffee Obsidian, it's called. 
Obsidian. It's I guess obsidian means uh, like black lava rock or something like that. So this is like a black strong coffee, but it's like like a bittersweet. It's actually really good. And then I added uh, if you guys, I mean, you, I don't know if you, for for those of you that don't know, my wife is a baker, and we have sometimes we have uh, evaporated milk lying around. So instead of creamer, I'll put a little bit of evaporated milk. It tastes awesome. Just FYI, try it. Get your coffee, a little shot of evaporated milk in there, and you're good to go. All right, let's get into this. We actually do not have a lot of scriptures today, and we're wrapping up chapter two. Notice how it took us seven or eight episodes, seven seven episodes to go over chapter one of John, and now it's only taken us, what, three? To go over <laughs> chapter two. Yeah, really quick. Uh, but you know what? This is, man, there's so much in these three little scriptures. So we're reading now John chapter two, verse 23, 24, and 25. And here we go. I'm going to really, really try to get better in my reading, guys. I, let me tell you what I do. I, I drive, you know, for, for work, I, I drive long distances. And I'll listen to these podcasts, you know, just to kind of, Check them out to see how they sound and stuff. And sometimes, man, I have to just, I have to turn it off because I'm, I'm like being critical of myself almost too much. So I got to improve my reading. So sorry about that, guys. I, I know that, you know, um, you guys are probably awesome readers. But I was, I was kind of um, thrown off that I didn't know the podcast was available on Audible. And there's a couple of you guys that are listening on Audible. So shout out to you guys. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Here we go. John chapter two, verse 23 says like this. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the the feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs, which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men and had no need that anyone should testify of man. For he knew what was in man. Powerful. Powerful portion of scripture. So let me tell you guys something, okay? Jesus is in Jerusalem. Jerusalem has a lot of people. A lot of things going on. He's, uh, he's going through the Passover there. So, I mean, it's a feast. It's a party. And um, I, I love that it says here that People were believing, they were believing in, in his name. So they were, they were, people were excited that he was there. But the truth is, is that, see, sometimes we forget that God knows our heart. Now, remember, I've mentioned this before. When the Bible says your heart, it's not talking about the muscle that's in your chest. It's talking about the motive, your intentions, the reason of why you do what you do. Amen. I always share this with a lot of the young men at the church. I can do all the wrong, all the right things with all the wrong motives. If I want to, for example, be the best preacher on this side of heaven because I want people to like me, then I'm not doing a good job. If I want to just be a good preacher because I want to, I want to uh, glorify God with what he's given me, then my intention is correct. Amen. 
So these people, they wanted to be around Jesus. They, they heard that Jesus was in town. And they saw the miracles and the signs, and they believed in, in, in his name. So they knew that this man was coming from God. But I love that the Bible says that Jesus wouldn't commit to them because he knew their heart. He knew what their intentions. He knew why they wanted to be, they wanted to be his friend. Amen. I looked up the word new um, in the Greek. Amen. Because I, I wanted to get into, into it a little bit deeper. And the word that it uses there in the Greek is from the root word genosko. Genosko. And it means to, to ascertain. To basically, like, you know that you know that you know. There is no shadow of a doubt. It's like, for example, my son is making a face like, <laughs> what are you talking about? To, to know, for example, God forbid something happens to my eyes and I can't see. I am pretty sure that I'll know if my daughter's in the room, even though I can't see. I'll be able to hear her voice. I'll be able to touch her hair. I'll be able to know that she's there with me. Amen. And I'll know that it's her. It's not like I, I'm, you know, I lose my eyesight. Oh, I don't know which, you know, which one of these little kids is my daughter. No, I'll know. I'll be able to to know with with you know. Um, I'll be sure that I know that it's my daughter. So when the Bible here is talking about this word, um, genosko, it's saying that Jesus knew and knows. See, the Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's the same God. Amen. And this is why some people miss it. And I'm even, I'm even saying religious people. I, I know of people that have been in the church for many, 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 many years, and they don't know God. That's scary. That, that. That is scary to me because if there's a scripture in the Bible that should terrify us is the scripture where the, where people go to meet Jesus after they lived this life on earth and they tell Jesus, Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Lord, didn't we do things in your name? So it's saying we, we believed in your name. We believed in what you were doing. We believed in the mission. And then the Bible says that Jesus is going to look at them and say, and say, depart from me, for I never knew you. And that should scare us as Christians. Because let me tell you, the, the people that are casting out demons and the people that are bringing the name of Jesus, it's not the world. It's the church. Amen? So it's, it's something that should really resonate with us to understand and to know that we will not be able to mock God. We can't because he knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. If you're, if you're a person that has lived in the things of the Lord for a long time 
And maybe you do not represent Jesus very well. People do not know that you're a Christian. Maybe the way that you speak or the way that you treat your wife or the way you treat your children or, or wives, the way you treat your husband does not reflect a godly character, a Christian character. We need to have a self-examination of, of the way that we, we live, amen? The way that we carry out our day. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to um, make you feel uncomfortable. But I'm telling you what the word of God says. Jesus did not commit to them because he knew the intention of their heart. Many times we ask things of God. We, we pray to God for that job promotion. We pray to God for that vehicle. We pray to God for something to occur, something to take place in our life. But God knows the intention of our heart. So guess what happens? The things that we ask for are not, they're not given to us. The door doesn't open. Amen. And then we get upset and we get angry and we want to shake, shake our fist to God. And we want to say, oh, you know what? He doesn't exist. But it's because there's no humility in our voice. There's not a humble, a humble bone in our body. Amen. I want to let somebody know today that maybe you might be thinking, man, it's just I've searched for God. I've looked for him. Pastor Jaime, I've prayed out to him. I want to I want to ask you to do it with an open heart. See, many times and I've talked about this in other episodes, we want to get God to follow us. We want to tell Jesus, hey, Jesus, you follow me. And you, Jesus, you get in line with what I'm doing. And see, God is not, God is not going to, that's not going to fly with God. Because you got to remember, this is God, creator of the universe, creator of all things, says the word of God. Amen. And we need to be saying, Lord, mold my heart. So that's, that should be your prayer. If you feel like you haven't felt God in a long time, ask the Lord. Pray, but say, Lord, mold my heart. Take hold of me. Direct my paths. Show me what things need to be taken out of my life that I know are not good for me. Sometimes we know that there are things in our lives that should not be there. And we, we keep it a secret. We don't tell anybody. It's our little secret. And you think no one is watching. But I want you to know something. God knows your heart. He knows your affections. He knows. And, and this is going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a statement here that's going to blow somebody's mind. I already know. God knows you better than you know yourself. And that is like, whoa. Because a lot of us, we change our minds a lot. We don't know what we want. I remember being a kid, and I, oh man, I used to be this kid that used to be like, oh man, I can't wait till I'm 15. When I'm 15, I'm gonna grow a mustache. I'm gonna, I, till this day, if you know me, I can't grow a mustache. <laughs> but 
I, I used to think, oh, yeah, I can't wait to drive. Oh, man, it's going to be so great. I can't wait to go to work. Can't wait till I start making my own money. I can't wait till I graduate high school. I can't wait. I can't wait till I get to go out there and, and get married and start making the big bucks. Amen. And then once you arrive there, you find out that you're not fulfilled by what you've accomplished. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I love my job. I, I, I really do. I really genuinely like my job. I do. I feel that I'm good at it. Amen. Um, but at the same time, it, it, I do not want my job to be the fulfillment of my life. What fulfills me is sharing the gospel. Amen? That's what fulfills me. So you got to comprehend. Jesus is here in Jerusalem, and he knows who his false friends are. He knows those that are coming to see what he's doing just to check it out. And because it's the in thing, almost like a fad. Okay, he knows their true characters. And, and this one's this is crazy, too. You got to understand. He knows their uprightness. Did you know that God knows whether you're obedient or not? Did you know that God knows your innermost thoughts? The Lord knows those. And I know it could scare somebody a little bit, but you got to understand something. God loves you so much. He loves you so much that when he sees you struggle with, with things of the mind and he sees you struggle with like anxiety and depression and mental illness, I want you to know something. God does not want that for you. He doesn't want that for you. So, and you might say, well, Pastor Hammond, then why am I living it? Why am I going through it? Maybe because there's a lesson in it. Maybe this is a season in your life. For what I found from counseling so many, I've counseled, praise the Lord, I've been able to counsel countless people when it comes to issues of mental health and the mind. And many times what I have found is that, yes, there is chemical imbalances. Yes, I, you know, we have, we have prescriptions that help. I don't do not get me wrong. I do. I do believe that there are things that help and that doctors do know in the sense of science and, and, and the brain and the way it functions. But I do not believe that that gets to the root of the problem. I believe that the root of the problem is that sometimes our mind gets captivated with an emotion, a feeling, a memory, an, an abuse um, like I talked before on a different episode, victimization, um, just there is the mind is such a powerful thing that if we're not careful, we can bind ourselves up in our mind to a weakness. And then we feel that that weakness overtakes us. When somebody says, I'm just an angry person. This is just who I am. I want you to know that by the power of God, you can be transformed because I was transformed. And I know that this works. I'm not telling you some fairy tale. I'm not telling you something that I read in a book. I'm not telling you something that I just read in the Bible. It's something that I lived, that I was a person that was sad, 
that was depressed in a closet because I would never let anybody know that I was depressed. I was a person that, like I told you before, I wanted to hurt myself, harm myself. But you can be free from these thoughts. You can be free from these thoughts. And the answer is Jesus Christ and his word. Now, I know it sounds so cliche. And you might say, well, yeah, but that's what everybody says. Well, listen, if you give God an honest to God chance to where you get to the end of the rope like I did, I felt like I got to the end of the rope and I told God, Lord, this is it. Like this is, you're, you're, that's it. I have no more resources. I, I just, this is all I got. Like I just have myself and I don't know how to do this. And I want to believe in you. I couldn't even tell God I believe in you. Because at the age of 15, I thought I was an atheist. <laughs> I know. I was all over the place. But God can transform your life. He knows your heart. Amen. He knows if you're obedient. And then he also knows your weaknesses. He knows your downfalls. He knows. And this is the beautiful part about it. Even though he knows your weaknesses, he does not reject you. You know what he says? Come here. Let's work on this together. Let me work in your life. Let me show you that there's power in my name. Let me show you that I have something better for you. Let me show you that you don't have to cut yourself, that you don't have to harm yourself, that you don't have to live your life angry, that you don't have to make other people hurt because you hurt. Let me show you. And honestly, I live this. I'm not telling you this because I read it somewhere. I'm not telling you this because I had a course. I took a course or I went and I got a diploma about it. I'm telling you this because that's exactly what I lived years ago. He is what you take today. He is a heart searching God. What does that mean? He is a heart searching God. You know what that means? That means that you matter to him. You matter. You matter. But he wants a genuine, sincere person willing to take a shot with him. And I say with him because he walks alongside you. He picks you up when you need to be picked up. He sets your feet on solid ground when you feel like you're standing on sand. And he gives you peace when you feel like you're walking through a storm. This is the God that we serve. I want to pray for you today. And... Um, I want you to know that this was a heavy episode. I know, I know this was a heavy episode. But if everything that I said today did not resonate with you, I ask you 
It's okay. Tell the Lord, Lord, I don't know what Pastor Hyman was talking about today, but I want to trust you. And I want to give you that honest to God, good shot. I want you to come into my life and take hold of me. Give me that peace. Direct my path. Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord Jesus, for every listener out there. I pray, Father, for this podcast. I pray, Lord, for everybody that that is under the power of my voice right now, Lord Jesus. I ask you, Father, that they might not hear me, Lord, but that that might feel you, Lord Jesus. That your spirit, Lord, is power. That your spirit, Lord, is peace. That your spirit, God, is going to go out and transform the hearts of people for the better. That when they hear my voice, oh God, that they feel peace, they feel joy, they feel rest, and that they feel your love. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, being with us today. That's ep- that was uh, chapter two of the book of John. And till next time, sip a little bit of coffee. God bless you.